Simply having wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Hey! Yay! <laughs> Should we do Christmas Wrap the sequel? No. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. You know, lightning only strikes once. Christmas time, and Except I'm here it doesn't, to say, actually. I'm gonna nerd in a real big way. You know, that's hey, a saying. Hey. You know the saying, hey, right? Hey, like, what's cr- the saying? Lightning only strikes the same place once or something like that. Lightning never strikes twice. Yeah, that. Uh, that's, that's not, not true. true. Not because at all. Because we literally have a pole on the top of the Empire State Building that disproves that. Yeah, constantly. Consistently. So I was leaving for work. I had gotten up. I got dressed. I was leaving for work. She wakes up. She's not supposed to be up yet. It's still too early for her to actually be up and out of the room. But she comes out. So I stop. I give her a hug. She gives me a hug. And she goes, oh, hi, Dad. Is that the shirt you're wearing to work? (laughs) (laughs) What? What are you talking about? <laughs> is this not good enough for you? Apparently. <laughs> like it was it was basically just like a hoodie, but like I was putting a jacket over it and like my work doesn't care. Mm-hmm. But like apparently my wardrobe is just not good enough for my 6-year-old daughter. <laughs> uh is that the shirt you're yeah. going to wear to work? She's like so surprised like is that what you're wearing and i was like yeah go back to bed kid like what (laughs) (laughs) well welcome to talk to the nerd a podcast about the hobbies your heart most desires my name is ryan hall and my name is the charcoal (laughs) richard lasco richard burnt ends lasco yep 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 that's great yeah my daughter's so funny. Oh my gosh. The like sass. So funny. So funny. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. It's been it's been it's been. Well I'm ready. It's been a whole year, dude. Yeah. It's been two years since we started this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Season two is coming to an end. This is the it last is. episode of twenty twenty three. Yeah, which is nuts. Season y'all. two of T2TN. So, like, officially, Merry Christmas. Yep, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I will say again, Happy, happy New, Year. New Year. And, like, happy you know, Hanukkah. Happy a Kwanzaa. Bit. But, like, oh my gosh, y'all. Y'all. Happy people who don't celebrate Christmas. It has been an entire two years. Like, what? Yep. yep. What? I have a Christmas fact for you. You do? I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Just for you. 
Just for me. All right, listeners, shut your ears. Yeah, just shut your ears now. How old were you? I won't tell Ryan you're listening. (laughs) How old were you when you realized that 12 Days of Christmas is only about birds exclusively? Uh, 31 years old. How old are you? Uh, 31 years old. (laughs) (laughs) I heard this like two weeks ago. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Okay, I heard it about five days ago. (laughs) So if you look up every single you know day you know if 12 lords a leap and if you look up bird like a lord bird or like a golden ring bird or a maid bird you will find a bird and it makes sense because there's only what five of the christmas days that don't sound like they're birds maids and milkin lords a leapin five golden rings um and the rest are like birds i think i'm missing like two that aren't don't sound like birds um yeah they're all birds yeah and i was telling my co-worker they're all this, birds i was telling my co-worker this today and he's like oh that's cool and then i said it again and he paused he goes dude what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> his mind was blown he said my childhood is ruined <laughs> oh my gosh i think what's funny is thinking about what i i think that the person who wrote that song right as they was obsessed with birds obsessed with birds but like whoever knew the context of this song if they look at what we thought the song meant now i wonder what they would have said like if they were like wait hold on you didn't no that's a bird you dumbass what do you why would i give you eight lords or 10 lords what was it 10 lords leaping well, I, I thought it was know. 12 lords leaping whatever why would i give you actual people like maids for your <laughs> like what <laughs> It's so funny. When was 12 Days of Christmas written? Oh, no. Let's see here. When was this written? Oh, my God. What? Oh, now it makes sense. Oh, that was very loud. Sorry. 1780. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 1780. A time when giving someone a bird was probably a common present. You know, (laughs) true. (laughs) It probably would be, like, super nice. Like, birds... Like, like, either for food or for, like... Why is it that... N- oh, yeah. For to food, look at? For food. But why is it that back in the 1700s, maybe 1800s... Okay. If someone gave you a bird, you'd be like, cool. You probably had a room for a bird or, you know, a barn that you could put a bird in. But now, someone gives you a bird, we have a panic attack. <laughs> because we don't know what the fuck to do with a bird. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, birds aren't really a common pet in most houses nowadays. You give me a bird, I'm going to look at it and go, oh, what am I supposed to do with this? Do I fry it up Kentucky chicken style? I mean, if you want to, it's your bird now. I don't know how legal that is to not cook something, to, to cook something outside of a chicken, quail, or pigeon. Turkey. Um, I don't see what the pro- It's fowl. It's, it's literally the definite, it's a bird. What else bird is there that is turkey quail pit we eat pigeon right no no yes (laughs) (laughs) do we eat pigeon (laughs) there are a lot of them you did not see his face as he's like (laughs) thinking about the words that he's saying (laughs) pit Oh my god, that's so funny. Pigeon is sacrificed in some Ugh. Hindu temples 
especially in the Shakta tradition, such as in the Kamakya temple in India. I don't know why... After which it could be eaten. This was necessary. Although pigeon meat has a high nutritional value and offers many health benefits, some people may need to limit its use of this food, such as those with a sexual desire. What? Yep. According to Vinmec... <laughs> dot com. You know, because that the, reliable source does it have aphrodisiac like qualities. I don't know. Y'all, pigeon gets ya. <laughs> I, I, I Pigeon'll get you there. <laughs> I think that's just really weird. Because of its nutritional content because of the nutritional content of this dish, it will increase sexual desire even more. Okay. Well so if you have a high libido don't eat pigeon. But if you don't have a high libido, eat lots of pigeon. If you're pregnant, don't eat pigeon. Okay, if you're... De- yeah. Because the pigeon meat may not be suitable for fetus's condition. This is why. I love how much research they put into like pigeon meat. They're like, here, eat pigeon. Don't eat pigeon. But do eat pigeon. Do eat pigeon. Wink, wink. I mean, it's better than like rhino horn. You're not supposed to do that. That's bad. Don't do that. Who Please eat, don't do you that. You can eat rhino horn? I mean, there are people that like grind that up and like that was considered an aphrodisiac for a long time until that's why rhinos are almost extinct now. Overhunting due to their horns being hunted for their aphrodisiac like quality. Same with ivory, actually, which is why like. Rhino horns and elephants are really... Rhinos and elephants are are endangered because of the overhunting, because of the aphrodisiac qualities they thought that they possessed, which is just fucked up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the animal kingdom, they also have the biggest junk. I, I will have, and I choose not to <laughs> look that information up. This is a weird Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird Christmas episode where we talk about animal dick. <laughs> That's my favorite topic, apparently. Oh, uh, well, I mean, we we mm. come in with whale bone and we're going to go out. <laughs> we're going to go out. I don't know oh how. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I have nerd news for you. No, 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 So we just talked about the television show My Hero Academia we talked about last week. Very happy about it. I have news that I don't know how to feel about. Okay. Netflix has a has taken and is making a live action My Hero Academia TV show. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no! Do we have a cast? I I have I don't think so. Okay. They uh, mm-hmm. they have purchased the rights to make it. Okay. And they have spoken to someone who's kind of I think working on the film or like working on the the production. But I don't know. I don't know if this is a writer or if this is a, a yeah, producer yeah. or something like I don't know who exactly. He did say that they are still making it. It's in the works. I don't think they're at a point of casting yet. They need to pull the guy who did the original soundtrack in to do the music. I am terrified right now. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I, I've I seen so many failed adaptations. Well, here's the thing. Our hope has risen because of One Piece. 
it it could be good. There is a chance. There is there is a chance. One Piece has done a really good job. I I watched the first few episodes and then I tried to go back and rewatch the anime and then I watched that for a bit. Now I'm yeah. So okay. that's where I'm at personally. But I agree that there is a hope. There's hope because Zoro looked badass. Yeah. I heard Cowboy Bebop live action was also good. So I haven't seen the Cowboy Bebop live action, mainly because I didn't finish the anime yet either. Well, I was upset about that. But we that. talked about this like a year ago. We did. We. <laughs> I was upset about that. Well, no, it was earlier this year. I was upset about that because the original creator of Cowboy Bebop said that once these two seasons were done, that was it. And it may not even be... In- two seasons. I think it was one long it season. It was one season. And he didn't want anything else. No, he but... He was done. The story was over. When they did the movie, they just adapted parts of the anime. They didn't, like, tell a new story. They just told the same story in a different way. Hmm. Okay. At least that's that's from what I understand. I don't think that it's, it's a whole new story. I think it's the same... Well, when that comes out, we should watch it together. We should. I am so scared they're going to fuck it up. I am too. I am so scared. I, I have I have about 2% faith mm. that it's going to be good. I've, I've got a good 16. I, I, I have about... 18. I've got 18. I have about 20% faith that it won't be awful. Oh, I've got more than that. Like, it'll be in the median if, if it's... I've got so a 62. Until I, start, until I start seeing, like, a cast and, and stuff going fair. into it, I'm like, eh. I don't think I don't I'm, know. Yeah, I think I'm going to pull back my ratings until I see a cast and see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's, they got to get Deku right. They have to do so much If they right. fuck up Ochaka, I'm done. Yeah. Because like, you can fuck up a lot of people and I'll forgive you. Uh, yeah. But if you fuck up Ochaka, Aizawa, I... Aizawa is the one that's going to kill me if they get it wrong. Yeah. I would love to see an on-screen All Might. I would like to see that. I am really scared about an on-screen All Might. I'm terrified of Midnight. Uh (laughs) 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 Oh, you are not ready. You are not ready. No. Dude, it won't happen to, for a long time if they do make it, but yeah, I'm just going to unalive myself if they ever do Miracle. That will... I won't be able to live in this world anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a joke. Just FYI. Uh, but, but yeah, no. I... I, I, I oh. <laughs> no. I, I, I don't know how I'm going to... Ha- I would be able to handle that. If Well... If they fuck it up, I'll be able to handle it just fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We will have to see. We will have to see. I have news actually concerning my hero. Oh, no. I have decided. That scares me. That My Hero Academia. Okay. Is my number one favorite anime. <gasps> yes! Yes! I have I have decided that yes! it is my number one You've favorite been anime. converted! FMAB has moved to the number two spot. Yeah! Not that I don't like FMAB. Right, right. Not that I don't, but yeah! I, I think, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the cult of My Hero Academia. 
Ah, welcome in. I had, to, I had to share that. We welcome you with open arms. To continue this Accept nerd... your truth. <laughs> <laughs> to continue on this nerd news, we need to talk about an event that happened very recently. We that do. we're going to talk about every year when it comes around because we haven't been. We haven't. We, well, okay. This did is only season about, two. This did, is only season two. I don't two. think we talked about it last year. We did, actually. Did we? Yeah, a little bit. Huh, okay. Not as much as we should have. True. <clears throat> now, true, true. last year, I don't think either of us watched the... We should say what it is. <laughs> the Game Awards. Yeah, the 2023 Game Awards. We didn't watch it last year, but we did see the results of that. Um, I want to say God of War was... I genuinely do not remember game what of last the year's year. Game of Year was. Oh, okay. It was Elden Ring. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. That makes sense. Elden Ring was so popular. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, but it was a Dark Souls game, and so I couldn't... Well, by the people who did Dark Souls, and I can't I can't do those games. I Those games are made to fuck you. They are made... <laughs> they are made to infuriate you, that is for sure. The, I can't get past the tutorial boss. I can't haven't played them <laughs> I would get so mad I'm not good at those types of games and I would I would I wouldn't either I think the only reason I would ever play it is if y'all paid me to play it on Twitch and then I would yeah. solely go through the game just to find the door shields and just fuck everybody up with 10 foot tall doors in my hands yeah, I would I would need to I would need to also like have it as a goal. It would be a pretty yeah. big pretty beefy goal too. Oh yeah. I would I mean You're not going to make me play this I'll without play some it. kind of monetary <laughs> reward. I'll I'll play almost Incentive, anything. Yeah. But like <laughs> there's got to be that compensation. I'm not just going to yeah, give it to you for free, my dude. Yeah. You're going to have to pay me. Um, but yeah, game of the year uh, you was incredible. Watched it this year. I did. I actually watched it on Twitch. I watched it I, I am, day I, of. I'm gonna. I am planning on either you coming over or me going over next year. Okay. And watching it together. All right. So that we, we make a whole event. I will take the day off, either yeah. the day of or the day after, depending on what time it is and what I got to work. But yeah, I will. Dude, it's it was interesting. I one uh, there were a lot of games that I saw because. Uh, Part of the Game Awards, right, is not just the awards that are given. It's also the, like, ads for the games that are coming out over the next year. Did we see South of Midnight? I don't remember. Okay. Hold on. I don't even know if I remember exactly which... South of Midnight was that game that I showed to you a little while ago. It was, uh, like, Bayou Urban Legends kind of deal. With the big oh yeah yeah no I don't I didn't I don't think we saw that one okay yeah I, yeah. I, I don't remember that South one South of Midnight is one I'm very excited about it's gotten some buzz on TikTok recently which I'm very excited about so <clears throat> um but yeah so you watched it so I'm curious like what the what some of the awards were and some of the games that won those awards and I think. As well, you mentioned something about um, a little contest with a streamer that you follow. Yes. So, 
there was there was a lot going into this, and and then uh, this was the first year that I've ever given any cares about the game of the year awards. Sure, I normally don't really care. I don't have any reason to care. Like I'm I'm gonna play what I'm gonna play anyway, regardless of what the ratings end up saying. But so like somebody's been playing a certain game on Twitch a lot recently. Um. So. <laughs> So, one of the big games uh, of the year was Boulder's Gate 3. I have been obsessively playing Boulder's Gate 3. It's a really good game. I love it. Um, So, one of the reasons that I cared this year was one of the streamers that I watched, who's a fan of the show, been on the show before, Minotauris, was Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, doing a contest in her community where we could win a reward if we guessed the correct game of the year. All right? That was why I cared. We'll start there. Next. <laughs> uh, there was some incredible games that were up for oh, the award. There was some mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. amazing nominees, uh, including uh, Zelda, uh, yes, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom, Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 2. The I don't new, know anything about that game. Uh, I know very little about okay. Alan's Wake. Uh, okay. Alan Wake Anyway. Alan's Awakening. <laughs> <laughs> we don't I, know about Alan's Awakening or his revolution he started, but... Right. Uh, but I've good seen, for him. You go, boy. I've seen other people play it a few times. It is a horror game. It's a deep thought-provoking game. I've oh, heard a Alan's lot Wake of, 2? Yeah. I've oh. heard a lot of really good things about it. I've heard it's a really good game. I can't look it up. I want to look it up and look at pictures, but I'm not going to spoil... But yeah, stuff. not right now. Um, <laughs> but then there's also like some really good, like we've seen some really good stuff. Okay. Anyway, um, those were some. There was also the Mario game that came out this year. That's right. It was another. It was the side scroller Mario game. Yeah, a new one because they came keep out. trying to make better ones, and I still can't get on board. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like Mario well enough. I like him as an IP, but I I just I'm not the biggest like mega fan as a necessarily. What? IP uh intellectual property. Oh. Okay. Like, like he's a character. He's someone's own property. Yeah. I do I love I, I think Mario he's a great, in general. I think he's great. But like Mario sixty four, Sunshine. I still haven't played Mario Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I, I did play uh, Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy, the first mm-hmm. one a little bit. That was that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there were several <laughs> nominations, um, and obviously Boulder's Gate 3 was also one of the nominations for Game of the Year, um, which we said kind of. Anyway, so there was a lot of good stuff going into this year. Well, some of the other things, uh, I'm going to kind of start lower on the list and just start kind of giving some different... Um, Stuff and you don't really know. I'm not going to give you the nominations because, like, one, it's going to take a lot of time. It doesn't really matter that much what the other ones were. I want you to guess generally what you think the winners were. Baldur's Gate Three Game of the Year. Um, that's so, that's my guess for that one. Best. What what are what of, are the categories? I, I guess I was, I'm about to give you that. <laughs> uh, I'm impatient. Player's apparently. voice. Ooh. Who do you think? Throw out a game. What do you think won that one? Baldur's. Baldur's Gate 3. You were correct. Yep. Um, specifically, the actor who played Astarian. Astarian. Yes, I knew it. Yep. I haven't even seen much of that game, but yep. I know it was Astarian. Yep. He won He won that one, which is really funny, and I, I laugh at, at everybody's like, a huge super fan of Astarian. <laughs> I 
Still I, hate his guts. I don't understand why everyone loves Asterion. I cause hate his I've seen a little bit of him, and I'm just... Pain uh, in the ass. Uh, Twink ass. I hate him so much. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> Can you say that? Probably not. You probably should cut that out. I don't know. <laughs> it's fu- I think it's fine. <laughs> he's annoying. He's so obnoxious, and he's such a pain. I do not like him. Actually, this one was kind of cool. Content creator of the year. Content creator of the year? Yeah. For the first year, went to a VTuber. Oh. Iron Mouse. Oh, I've heard of Iron Mouse. Iron Mouse. I I think. One One of the big ones on Twitch and honestly, a really, really, really big VTuber. Uh, she won content creator of the year, which is huge. Like that's such a huge honor and it's such a huge thing to, to get. VTuber is like a Twitch streamer, right? So it 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 is a virtual streamer. So okay. somebody who uses an avatar instead of their camera. So it doesn't have to be exclusively Twitter, it could be I mean YouTube. You can go live Twitch, on YouTube. Uh, there's lots of other platforms. Twitch is just the most well known one. Okay. But any any content creator, any any like yeah, streamer yeah. Uh, but specifically a VTuber is one that uses a virtual avatar instead of their actual face wild and they won they won yeah holy which is cow. so cool holy such cow. a cool thing and and i think it gives a little bit more legitimacy and like pushes forward the idea that vtubers can be mm-hmm. a, a thing um because they're really great and they, they are such an amazing platform i think vtubers are amazing but not everybody sees that in the same way anyway not the point we're going into games <laughs> best ongoing game Baldur's. No, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, okay. Ongoing. Actually. Um, I so guess that makes sense. This one was interesting. The best adaptation. So this is specifically a TV show that was adapted from a video game. Oh, oh. Or movie. Last of Us. Last of Us 1. Absolutely. Hands down. That, yes. That's not really even, good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was the that was the winner. Yeah. If it wasn't, I'd be... <laughs> pissed are you kidding me that was an incredible show and it was already an incredible game like uh, it, it was one of those few like tv shows they adapted that i was that i had already played through the game loved it ended up in my top 10 favorite games top yeah. 10.3 and <laughs> i love that and and i've made this happen and i'm so happy and then when I heard that they were doing Last of Us, I was so happy, and then I was so disappointed. Then I actually watched it and was very happy with the casting choice. Anyways, we've talked about that. So there is a lot. I'm I'm, not, I'm gonna kind of start skipping through some of these because there's there's a lot here, and I, I, we don't really have yeah, time to get through all. I want to I want to know like some sound design and music, um, as well as um, okay. We'll go art direction. Art direction. Okay. Anything one art direction. Our direction probably Alan Wake. Alan Wake too. You are correct. Okay, yeah. I'm kind of surprised that you picked that one so quickly. Uh, well, the reason for that was because if Alan Wake two is a horror game, horror games nowadays have to be, in a really twisted sense, pretty. Okay. Because you need to capture that moment. You do very yeah. well, and as great as some of the visuals in Baldur's Gate three is, that is not what their specialty is they've got cinematics but 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 i'm sure alan wake 2 is like thorough with their art you know yeah so yeah that's that was my guesstimate (laughs) um best multiplayer game well that's Baldur's gate Baldur's gate 3 that was actually kind of controversial and i'm not 100 percent sold on that one being the best uh, because there was some other ones that were like 
I think Party Animals was one of them. The newest, like, there was a game called Part, uh, something about. Oh, I think I've recently heard about that. It's huge, and everybody likes it. Everybody play like it's a really fun game for multiple multiple people. But Look, as long Gate as 3, Roblox like, okay, whatever, doesn't, doesn't win any awards, <laughs> honestly, I'll be alright. Um, okay, so keep going. Um, best family game. Best family game? Yeah, family. Mario. Mario won. Yeah. Uh, role playing game. Baldur's. Uh, action game. Now you don't really know this one. Uh, it's called Armored Core. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't like that you know that I don't know that. <laughs> Pretentious <laughs> hoe. <laughs> action adventure. Uh, Baldur's. Legend of Zelda. Actually. Oh fuck! I forgot about that one. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so mad. I will also throw out there that the winner of Studio uh, Game Direction actually went to... Studio Game Direction, okay. Went to Alan Wake's uh, creators. Okay, okay. So that was really cool. But there was, a, there was a lot of like split of... There was a pretty decent range of games. It wasn't just like one... Like Baldur's Gate didn't good. win every you know category. Oh, I figured not, but I knew it was going to win a lot of them. God of War won a lot last year. Yeah. But um Elden Ring was just way too popular for it to not be game of the year. So, yeah, that's true. Uh so, uh who do you think won game of the year? Honestly, Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, you're cor- correct, completely correct. Baldur's Gate 3 did win game of the year uh for 2023. I'm happy. That means you won your little contest. That means I did win because I did pick uh, that <laughs> specific. <laughs> yeah. And you were in a tie with someone else, right? I did. Uh, I'm now in first place wow. of that contest. But uh, not really the point. Baldur's Gate 3 is such a good game. Yeah. And I am so happy that it won in a way that Baldur's Gate 3 does such a good job of inclusivity and and making D&D approachable for people in a way that it's never been approachable, mm-hmm. even with Critical Role being so popular. Yeah, you've it got people who... It has never been more approachable than yeah, right now. You've never... You've got people who have never played D&D, who never heard of D&D, but they play Baldur's Gate. They love this. And they're getting the concept, the, the, the general yeah, idea yeah. of it in a way that's so cool. So yeah, I love that Baldur's yeah. Gate Three has done this. That was that was something I was thinking about today. Was how <laughs> we went from the nineteen what was it seventies, the nineteen seventies, you know, where the the contemporary family said that this was demonic and witchcraft, um, and you know, plenty of other people enjoyed the game, silliness all around. And it in outside of the some of the controversy that happened at the time, it just being a not closeted, but but not very widespread or even accepted activity slash game. You had your communities and and people who enjoy the hell out of D and D all versions one, two, three, and five. Yeah. Um. And. <laughs> I'm not going to correct you. Yeah, no. But it wasn't up until a few years ago that Critical Role started becoming popular. And then they came out with their TV show, Vox Machina. Yeah. And we have podcasts that do real play D&D. And they've been doing that for the past 10 years. And it's finally paying off for them for the past 
six years, I think. There's been a lot of growth of the D&D concept and communities Mm -hmm. as a concept and as a whole that makes me very happy to see. Yeah. And I am, as as a... person who loves stories and creating and 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 acting all of those concepts are wrapped in this idea of dungeons and dragons in a way that's so central to the entire thing and it makes me so happy to see D&D being brought to the community and to the world as a whole that it's not just D&D nerds anymore it's approachable for anyone everyone who is who may not have any idea what D&D even is but they can get behind and know what these things are and I think that that is a really cool thing I think it's oh, amazing yeah. I think it's so wonderful yeah I really like seeing what you know D&D is and what it's becoming I think it's really cool yeah uh, but yeah Boulders Gate 3 it won and one thing that I thought was really funny from the award show uh <laughs> The person who came and received the award for Game of the Year for Boulder's Gate uh, literally wore a suit of armor. Like, metal, breastplate. Are you serious right now? I am 100% serious. They went LARPing to the Game Awards? They did. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. That is incredible. Yeah, it was, it was, it cracked me up. I, I think what I really like about the Game Awards, and I know other, you know, awards do this as well. You have your Game of the Year, right? Yeah. But every game gets its place. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just, this is the winner and fuck everyone else, right? It, it, everyone gets nominated and they win, like, best art direction, best storytelling, best yeah. this, best that. And everybody kind of gets to shine through that. An action-adventure game, that Zelda family game, Mario. Well, we didn't even talk about it because there was uh, categories for best fighting game, best uh, racing game. Who won the fighting one? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was... I think it was Street Fighter. Oh yeah, they did come out with a new one, didn't uh, they? But I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't remember. I don't. I don't play them, so I don't think about them as much. Mortal Kombat um, came out e-sports, way too late. Esports came oh, out yeah, with a couple stuff, of, yeah. of awards. Um. So like those are those are all kind of categories of of gaming that that don't necessarily like Valorant won the esports one, but like Valorant's oh. never gonna win Game of the Year. Yeah, it's it's not ever gonna do that. I'm I'm happy though that it won a best uh, esports though. Yeah, but but they're they're getting and, and we're seeing all kinds of games through this award yeah, show. I think that's yeah. really really cool. I would like to see an award show with categories such as best game to knock off your socks and eat a slice of pizza too. Be- be- you know, best game to have Bluey on in the background with. <laughs> you know <laughs> best game to have christmas music playing right right you, you know animal crossing animal crossing palea palea yeah all of them <laughs> oh man yep starlight valley disney's or dreamlight valley dreamlight valley stardew valley 
Stardew Valley was what you were thinking, right? No, I was thinking of uh, Dreamlight Valley. Oh, Dreamlight. Uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Yeah, is yeah, the yeah, game. yeah. It's coming out. Yeah, it's still, it just released its, like, big thing. Take and, a shot. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shot. He dropped it. He dropped his fidget. I'm sorry. I'm going to point it out. <laughs> so, yeah, we're seeing, we're seeing, like, a big boon in video games and, and what they are, what they can uh-huh, be to uh-huh. people. I think that's so cool. That's great. It's great. Do you agree with Baldur's Gate 3 being... Hands down. Hands down. Now, yeah. now here's why. Here, there, there are so many things that I I see it being a good thing that it won Game of the Year. It's for the saucy scenes, right? Yeah, that's that's why. Yeah. You know, all those, all the saucy, all the pieces that mm-hmm. like... And you can like take clothes off. It's mm-hmm. a thing. You can yeah. go straight up nude and I get... No, that's not why, you dumbass. <laughs> I watched a video that Matt Pat put out talking about the game awards and basically the like who wins and who doesn't. And while I understand the logic and the reasons that he brought up, the reason why I'm so excited that Baldur's Gate 3 won game of the year is because it is a game that anyone can play. It is a game that it doesn't need a particular like set of skills or knowledge to like be good at games, right? You don't um, have to be Liam Neeson to play it. Yeah, well, yes. You I don't. have a particular set of skills. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, you don't need to be good at first-person shooters mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. shoot a bunch of stuff. You My don't need gosh. to be good at hand you know even like hand-eye coordination because you can slow the pace down in a way that is easy to play yeah, or yeah. Like good to learn there is so many like skills and and game elements that goes into Baldur's Gate 3 that it creates a game anyone can play and anyone can have a good time in and is so inclusive and so gender and sexuality inclusive like there's no we've got same sex couples and and options to pursue anybody uh, well that's that's not even like the point that I'm trying to get to but yeah like anybody can go in and have a part of themselves in this game and it doesn't matter if you're hetero or or homosexual like none of those things matter and none of those things can even even need to be a part of it because you don't have to romance anybody either yeah you can do whatever you want there's so many ways you can play the game you can literally replay the game for thousands of hours and still find new stuff there's a streamer that I, I've been kind of seeing on Twitch a few times and I've seen on on other platforms several times and she is still replaying the game she's put hundreds of hours in this game and is still finding brand new things that she's never seen before and i'm like that is why this game is so incredibly good is you can play this game in so many different ways in so many different concepts and so many different things and it's so inclusive and it's so powerful and it's such a good story and it's such a good game that you could get lost in it for hundreds of hours and still be finding new things through multiple playthroughs there's no good there's no right way to play boulders gate 3 there's no set path to Baldur's Gate 3. It is your game. I love that. And you do what you want. And you do it how you want to. I And I think that's cool. I'm looking forward to getting that game. 
I am. It actually just came out on Xbox. I heard about that, but I don't think I want it on Xbox. I think I it's can probably that. easier with the mouse. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it probably is, but like, I don't know. I think you could still make it work. I know for sure that uh, when you do eventually get it, that we're playing it together. Like, that's kind of a given. Oh yeah. Um, we're doing you a and Trevin have played it together, right? We did. Yeah, we played a little bit together. We, I was trying not to surpass where we were on stream. And so we really haven't gotten too far into the game, but uh, yeah, I I want to play so bad with with people and get to experience new things in this game. Yeah. It's such a good experience. It's just great. So yeah, that's I am so happy that it won because there's so much to it, and yeah, there's so much that goes yeah. behind it, and there's so many people who maybe don't know about either Dungeons and Dragons or even don't know about video games that much and anybody can still pick this game up and have a good time with it. I think that's so cool. Yeah. Well, that's that's our nerd news. That's kind of Yeah. <laughs> we we have a uh, whole freaking episode. Yeah, taking the majority of this episode to uh Oh man, but it is it is Christmas. It is Christmas season. It is holiday season. It is yeah joy and and trying to be, bring good cheer to people and have good seasons and then you're gonna bring up a horror story about somebody dying aren't you nah you're gonna bring up santa claus aren't you like the no. evil version no you should have you know what what what, what is or whatever <laughs> let's let's first off let's roll the bit <laughs> Welcome to Ryan's Spooky Corner. <laughs> you can come into the shadows. Um, what I was what I was gonna say was, you know, something that's associated with uh, Christmas. Okay. What, give me give me some things that are associated with Christmas. Krampus. In general. Murder. <sighs> Slavery. Of elves. We got so close there. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Slavery bells. <laughs> there are jokes that I'm going to refrain from making on this podcast. But that would be... Yeah, no. Okay, so snow, forests, awesome. Snowy forests. Oh, snowy forests. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Well, coming That's to the shadows, we have a forest. Except that it's dead, but it's very alive. So we go from Texas to Utah. Oh, okay, Utah. Utah's petrified forest. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Western explorers documented the ancient stone forest in the 19th century, and in 1906, the park was formally established Ooh. as a national monument That's to protect cool. the areas from human development and destruction, right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, this one is less scary in more urban legendy. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, first off, what is a petrified forest? Uh, according to collectorsweekly.com, and it looks like um, there, it kind of goes into Arizona, I think, too. Um, during, According to this, nearly 200 million years ago, during the late Triassic period, fallen logs washed into a river system and got buried by sediment and other debris, isolating the logs from oxygen slowing the decay process over centuries. So basically, because there was a lack of oxygen, the oxygen didn't, you know, force the decay. It, it, was, it was a very, very slow decay. And th- weird things happen to physical objects when you either speed up or slow down a decay process. Yes. 
Um, this is true. The porous wood slowly absorbed various minerals, including silica from volcanic ash, which crystallized over thousands of years, replacing the organic material as it broke down. Eventually, the logs and branches were transformed into colorful pieces of nearly solid quartz. Yeah, which is so cool. Yeah. So when you go see a petrified forest, it is a forest of rock. There are no trees. It is rock. Well, yes. There may be trees there, but... Well, yeah, yeah. You're seeing... (laughs) <laughs> You're seeing the the result of what I mean. They look like trees, mm-hmm. but but they molecularly are stone. Yes, of some form. Quartz. It's very pretty, um, and it is illegal to take samples. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. There's only so many of them. Um, I'm sure they are gorgeous. <laughs> I would love to see one. Like, if, I would love to go to a petrified forest. I think they're really cool. Yeah, we definitely should. Um, add that to the road trip. The yep, add it T2 to the... T2TN road trip. Add it to the T2TN Spooky Corner road trip. Yep. Um, there needs to be, like, two separate ones, right? Just, like, a T2TN road trip and then a Spooky Corner road trip. Because I feel like... Honestly. There's a lot of places we need to go visit. But... Haunted ooh, and then record, and record along the way. That would be such a cool... Okay, we got to talk about that later. <laughs> anyway, anyways, uh, Forrest, what's, what's, yeah, what, Forrest. What, is, what is Spooky Corner-ish about this? So, it's the fact that people don't listen, and they take stuff as, as you know, um, and early they get as the... arrested. Na- <laughs> as early as the <laughs> 1930s, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah, 1934 is when the staff started getting letters and not just letters but samples of their own petrified forest okay that were taken the biggest one being recorded of 30 pounds that's a huge sample they coined this the uh so the conscious letters the the conscious letters interesting um and these letters including what was the biggest recorded sample sent back 30 pounds that's a lot. <clears throat> Said, I didn't listen. I'm sorry. Okay. Some of them just said that. Others talked of terrible, awful things that happened to them because they took a sample from the petrified forest. Whoa. So let me, I'm going to pull up an example here. Oh, and uh, today the park has more than 12,000 conscious letters. Whoa. Sorry, 1,200. Still, 1,200. Not 12,000. 1,200. Okay. Significantly less. That is... That is... But still... A lot less. But still... (laughs) I mean, that's a lot. Um... Yeah. So, this is a picture of the letter, including the uh, little sample. Some of them wrote in really weird uh, writing. Some of them used newspaper clips just so they could hide themselves in their identity. Jeez. Um creepy. People have uh blamed their failed relationships because they stole petrified wood. I mean whatever gets the petrified wood back to the forest, right? A testament to the petrified wood curse can be found in the park's visitor center. Letters from dozens of past state park visitors chronicle their bouts with bad luck after pilfering samples from the petrified forest. 
some letter writers claim their luck only turned good again after they returned the petrified wood where they found it. Whoa. Uh, one letter accompanied a return piece of petrified wood detailed how letter writer suffered multiple broken bones, a fire in his motorhome, and a car engine failure after the warranty expired in the span of a single year after stealing a petrified wood from the forest. Well, don't steal. <laughs> I mean, that's simple. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's wild because we have 1,200 pieces of written evidence of people who receive bad luck from this supposed curse of the Petrified Forest in Utah. Yeah, and that's a lot of, mm-hmm. that's a lot of people and it's... it's a large sample size. Yeah. Like, well, the biggest whoa. one was 30 pounds, but most of them, I don't well, think I mean, exceeded I don't like mean, I don't mean like six ounces. Have, I mean, of, of people going to the park and taking things, however many, like whatever percentage of people who go to the park and who take things, 1,200 of those, whatever that number is, are sending stuff in because they're having bad luck. That is there was There nuts. was someone who was so superstitious about it. He said, yo, I need to fix things in my life, and ever since I stole this piece of wood, everything has gone to shit. I'm too scared to come back and put it back myself because I don't want to be caught or arrested. So yeah. here are the exact directions to place it exactly back where I found it. Wow. Please do this for me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So That's crazy. Uh, nothing nothing crazy, but that is my spooky corner. It's a curse. It is the curse of the petrified forest in Utah. That's still really interesting. Like not combined with the cool like sciency aspect mm-hmm. of this, this like maybe there is a curse on the forest. Maybe right? maybe it's not science. Maybe Maybe a thousand years ago, this forest was normal, and then a witch came along and cursed it all and turned it into stone. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe a Medusa was living there for a while. Maybe that's why. Yeah, could be a Medusa. Ooh, Medusa's makes that would be so fun to do a modern day D and D campaign, like maybe like a Percy Jackson styled campaign. Honestly. And then you would go to the Petrified Forest and fight a Medusa. Although, speaking of Medusa and speaking of Percy Jackson... That's coming out by the time you guys... Like this week. I, I think by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, I think so. That'll be out. And then um, Rebel Moon is coming out on the 21st. Oh, yeah, Early yeah, release yeah, on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Official release on the 22nd. But that one I'm so excited for. Yeah, there's some good stuff coming out. So, and then, and then what if? If you are a movie listener and movie purveyor, if you love movies, media, content, and you want to know what's coming, uh, don't look at me. I really can tell you. Yeah. Please tell us, actually, by sending us emails yep. at talktothenerd at gmail.com. That is talk the, the number, number two, the nerd at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. We also love just having you follow us on different media platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, whatever. I don't know. All of them. Thank you so much for your follows. Give us reviews, whatever. It all helps. Thank you. Go send an angry letter to YouTube so that way they can make podcasts more accessible on their platform. Because I'm mad at them because YouTube Music wants you to put a video with everything. Well, I mean, you could always just, like, make some kind of 
animated yeah, GIF or something and do that. It's difficult and it's ah. not user friendly. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. It is the end of the year. Yeah. I genuinely, genuinely thank you so much for your support, for your love, for the care that you guys have given us on this show for this year. It's incredible. Thank you so, so much for yep. every single bit of your love, support, your questions, your emails, your all of them. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. I did not think that we would be where we are now uh two years ago i didn't i don't know where i thought i would be but i genuinely didn't really think i would be here so uh (laughs) thank you it's been awesome and i'm excited to do it again next year oh yeah um and because this is the end of the year we're gonna do a little shout out to our to our patrons the people who have financially supported us throughout this year Yeah, so a shout-out to Savannah and a shout-out to Trevin. That is what their... uh, Trevin104, I should say. That is their Patreon handles. So uh, thank you guys so much for the support through our Patreon for being a Padawan. Uh, Y'all should go check out patreon.com slash talk, the number two, the nerd. Just patreon.com slash talk to the nerd. And see if it's a good fit for you. We've got some extra bonus stuff on there that you should definitely go check out and go listen to. And the more people that we have on there, the more stuff that we can put out. Yeah. There, there, There are a lot of things that we have planned and intend to do in the coming months, years. There, there's things we have always talked about doing yeah. that we haven't got a chance to do. And there's things that we want to do that we are planning to do and we're going to do. So all of those things combined mm-hmm. are possible and made so much easier with support that you're able to give. Yeah. Uh, so those who do currently support, thank you. For those who wish, wish to support, thank you. For those who are just listening, thank you. Yeah. You're everyone is loved. Amazing. So Y'all are great. thank you. We're very happy with our audience. We're 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 happy that you guys have followed us on this path and. I'm looking forward to season three. I'm looking forward to seeing all the fun stuff that we're going to have. We're going to have guest stars again. We've got at least four people that I know that we're going to be talking with on the show pretty soon. Probably six or seven, all separate people. So be looking forward <laughs> to that. We're in the talk uh, with Autumn Stay to be on the show again very soon. So be looking forward to that. Nice. Uh, my brother, I've got a friend over in Cali who wants to get on the show. So... Um. Yeah, be looking we're, forward to that. Yeah, we're making good stuff. There's lots of <laughs> lots more conversations, lots lots more talking. Yes, it's on the way. Yes, absolutely. So, send us your emails. Tell us how you want to start off your new year. Tell us how your Christmas was. And as always, my name is Ryan Hall, and my name is Richard Lasco. Come back next time so you two can talk to the nerd. <laughs>